Good morning. Welcome. Let me give you some announcements before we begin our worship together. Uh, first of all, there is a correction in the bulletin. There is a, not an anthem, uh, but the, there is special music. It's just not going to be in the anthem spot. It'll be in the uh, um, offering spot. Today is the district superintendent welcome at St. Mark at 3, as I hope some of you will go over there and welcome our new district superintendent in my absence, since I will be conducting a wedding here this afternoon. I also want to remind you of um, Disciple Bible Study that's getting ready to start back up, Disciple 1 and Disciple 2, and uh, there was some information stuff. Um, I think there might be some back here. Uh, but it will be in the bulletin soon. Also, a reminder about that about the uh, financial planning stewardship Bible study that's coming up. That's something is in the bulletin about that. Just a reminder. And if you need have questions, uh, contact Jimmy Fowler. And a reminder about a scout troop is coming, which didn't make it into the bulletin. That's coming on the 24th. Now, some announcements from Katie. Our Back to School Blessings and our Promotion Sunday is August the 17th. We will, um, the students of all ages are encouraged to bring their backpacks for special blessing at both the 9 and 11 o'clock services. Rising third graders will receive their Bibles on August the 17th at both 9 and 11 o'clock services. Uh, parents of third graders need to let Katie know for certain they're going to be there and what their full name is so we can get that written down correctly in their Bibles. Now coming up on the 24th, a reminder, I don't believe this is made to bulletin yet, a reminder of the ice cream social that is held every year in the Family Life Center at 530. You bring your best homemade ice cream or dessert to share. It's always a fun time. And all you people who are visiting with us and anyone that you want to invite or come, they don't have to bring food, just appetites. So we hope that you'll come and be part of that. That's on August the 24th. Uh, at 5.30 in the Family Life Center. Let's see. I believe I got them all. All right. Let us begin our worship together.
the Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray together. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read, your word proclaimed, and we partake of this holy mystery. May we hear with joy what you say to us today. Amen. affirm our faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, 
the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. be seated. Let our children come forward at this time. here. What do you think that basket is? Have you seen one like that before? Exactly. It's a picnic basket. Let's pretend we were going on a picnic. What would you want to take on a picnic? No, what would you want to take on a picnic? You don't know? What else? What would you... Oh, sandwiches. That sounds good. Juice or water. What? What about some fruit or cake? Oh, yes, no, we want some cake, don't we? Now, if you were going to take enough for the picnic, would there be enough for just us, you think? Usually you take just enough for your family on a picnic. Yeah. Well, what about them? Do you think they might be hungry? You think there's some people out there that might be hungry? I see some people that look like they're hungry. Would we be able to share it with them? We would. But that means we wouldn't get very much, would we? Well, something in the Bible that um, Pastor Joseph is going to read in a minute about Jesus was preaching and teaching to a lot of people, but he got so tired that he and his disciples decided they would go away for a while and they would just rest. Well, they went, but guess what? A whole crowd of people were there and Jesus, Jesus just felt renewed by having that crowd around them. So he started preaching again and after a while, the disciples came up and punched on Jesus and said, these people are getting hungry. Let's let them go home and get something to eat. He said, no, don't do that. Go around and collect all the food that there is with these people. Well, they came back, and the only thing they had were two fish and five loaves of bread. Was that going to be enough for all those people out there? Well, Jesus held that bread up, and he gave, gave thanks to God for it, gave it back to the disciples, and told them, told them to distribute to all the people out there. Soon, the baskets came back, 
And there were so many, 12 baskets full of things that were left over. How could that possibly be? Well, in my basket, I have a half-eaten loaf of bread. You think we could take that out and give that to everybody and that'd be enough? And not that many pieces left. And I've got a heavy basket, evidently. I've got two fish that look like that, not real ones. They would stink up my basket. Even if we tore these fish up into little pieces, there wouldn't be enough for all those people, would it? But because Jesus did that, there were uh, 12 baskets left over. Jesus made this possible, and with him, all things are possible. He can make it happen. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, help us to remember that when we give what we have to you, even a little bit is enough. In your name we pray. Amen. Let us bow our heads for prayer. Oh Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Oh God, you have called us and you have given us the name of sons and daughters. You created us to be your new people. And with all that we have, we come before you this day singing our praises to you, O oh Lord. You have fed us day by day with the goodness of this earth. And yet we must confess that we're often reluctant to share what we have with others. You've given us an abundance of your bounty, and yet we're not careful with it. We let much of it go to waste. For those times we've been selfish with your gifts, O oh Lord, have mercy upon us. And where we fail to be good stewards, not multiplying our resources for the good of others, forgive us. And pour out your Holy Spirit this day that we may have a mind to address the ills of this world. Help us to be generous to those who are hungry. Aid us in being healers to those who are sick. Inspire us to be peacemakers for those in conflict. And give guidance to our leaders in this nation and in other nations around the world that they may seek peace, not war, and the common good for all your people. We pray, O oh God, this day that you'd receive into your care all those who wrestle with illness of body, mind, and spirit. 
We especially lift up and pray, O oh Lord, for those who are listed on our prayer lists. And we pray now for those in our heart. Hear us, O oh God, as we lift before you those whom we have named. Hear us and answer us, O oh God, for we pray in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray with these words. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Let us continue our worship with our giving. Let our ushers come forward at this time.
please be seated. This is probably a familiar passage to us because we've studied this as we're children in Sunday school. We give attention to the word of the Lord as found in Matthew 14, verse 13. So when Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds though followed him on foot from the towns. And when Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and he healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. And Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. And they, and they said to Jesus, We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish. And Jesus said, Bring them here to me. And he then directed the people to sit down on the grass and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven. He gave thanks and he broke the loaves. And then he gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the people. And they all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. And the number of those who ate was about 5,000 besides the women and children. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we thank you for the evidence of your presence in the lives of people then and now. And we thank you, O oh Lord, uh, for your spirit that is present to us as we seek to understand, as we seek to worship you in spirit and truth. Amen. You know, one of the things that they taught us when we were in seminary was that if something's repeated in the Bible or if, it, if you find it several places, the same concept, it's important for, for you to, to uh, be aware of that. And this miracle, for example, is, only is the only miracle of all the miracles that Jesus did. This is the only miracle recorded in all four Gospels. And as it said, when you count the women and the men and the children all together, it's probably more like about 20,000 people. But I have found out that in our time, people want to explain away the miracles. We have a hard time with miracles. We don't see very many, so we have a hard time understanding. And some people have suggested that the generosity of the, of the little boy who had the fish and loaves uh, caused everyone else to share. And then they all sang, come by y'all. Others have suggested that the meal was symbolic and spiritual. That each was renewed by receiving a small fragment like we do with the communal bread. But these explanations miss something very important. This is a meal in the context of the time. It's a peasant's meal of bread and fish. It's a meal that people would have expected it proves in my sense that this is truly a miracle. Uh, you know, in our modern thinking and minds, we, we expect miracles like this, like um, 
steak and you know surf and turf and all the and, you know look you know we expect Jesus to do miracles like that not just give us just what we need when we need it but that's exactly what Jesus does and that's why I believe this miracle is so real uh, this miracle directs attention to the present God's providence and care can be counted on to supply our basic needs and necessities no it's not a banquet but it's nevertheless just what they needed just when they needed it and that's the way our Lord is he that's the way he works uh, our Lord provides us just enough grace that's sufficient for whatever we're going through a hug just when you need it a smile just when you need it a pat on the back just when you need it a welcoming hand just when you need it and whatever it is that is needed it always comes just in time just in the nick of time and it's always very welcome I was relating to the early service of a of a time in our lives or not too long after we followed our call in ministry and we were at an appointment and we and our money didn't uh, last the month out we had an unexpected expense and we were wondering about what to do if we were going to have to ask one of our parents for money or if we we're going to have to take a go out and take a loan or something against something and and the post office there shared the minister and the church shared the post office box and I went together the mail for the church one morning during this time and and there was an envelope there that simply had to the pastor on it and there was no no return address and even the postmark did not have anything but a nondescript thing it just said sorted at a u.s mail facility we opened it up and in it was a was a postal order which is also if you think about it one of the most nondescript things in the world right a postal order not a personal check with a name on it, but a postal order for five hundred dollars and at the time, the first thing, and it's the same thing we all do, I did the same thing you would probably do at first. I was skeptical and I thought, oh, this is probably some scam and if I go to cash this thing, I'll have a telemarketer that'll call me now for six months trying to sell me a timeshare somewhere. So I was a little bit wary, but I went and found out, no, it's legitimate. It was real. $500. So, so then the next thing we did was what most of you do. We tried to figure out who it was that gave it to us. And no one seemed to have a clue about this this thing not people in our family not people in the church and and even to this day we have no idea where that five hundred dollars came from but it was just what we needed just when we needed it and you see that's what this story is about this story is more than more about more than just twenty thousand hungry peasants this story is about a world full of hungry people. People thirsting for a better life. People hungry for encouraging word. People anxiously awaiting the kingdom of God to come into their lives, into their community, to free them from the anxieties and troubles of their life. That's what this is about. It's about God supplying what we need just when we need it. No more, no less, just enough 
just in time. That's the first thing I, I saw as I read this scripture. The second thing I want you to see is this. Jesus wants you to be involved with him as he supplies the needs of the world. When the disciples brought him the problem, his answer was not the solution, except that it really was. His answer was, you do something, which was the solution. That is the solution. You see, we've all been called to be actively involved with our Lord in providing help to each other and providing a shoulder, an arm, you know, a prayer, a hug. We've been called to be God's instruments in meeting and sharing the burdens of others. And Jesus knew that those disciples had the same access that he had to the power of the kingdom of God through the Spirit. And he knows we have the same power. And so he says, you give them something to eat. And you see, our active participation with Jesus, offering what we do have, even though it seems like not much, if we would just bring what we have, uh, if we would bring it to Jesus, use what we have, it will bring others what they need. Now the third thing I want you to see is this. After they had all eaten, and Marcia alluded to this, there were still 12 baskets of food left, which at first I thought, what an abundance this miracle was, that not only did it feed those 20,000, but there was 12 basketfuls left. I got to thinking about that between services. One basket per disciple. I bet that's the, probably the way they probably took it home that way. I get my basket, you get your basket. But really, if you think about it again, another way is that maybe it's not so much that way. Maybe we should think about it this way, that maybe God makes just sufficient provision. And if we engage in greed or waste, others will go without, you see. And so I started seeing it in a different way. Because I think that God sees the abundance of the riches of the creation he has provided for us as something sufficient. And yet we stand amidst this bounty and we're just like the disciples and we say, well, we don't know what to do. We can't do anything. We don't have any resources. And Christ clearly says, bring what you have to me, you see. Because apart from God, you really do, don't have anything. But with God, you can do greater things than these. The bounty of the earth, I believe, stands ready as a witness to God's love. If people would simply bring to God what He has already provided for us, listen to His voice on how to best distribute it, no one would be hungry. No one would be diseased. No one would be in poverty. The bounty is there. You have the power to do something about it. But bring it to me and I'll bless your efforts. Now it's not just about physical needs, it's also about spiritual needs and spiritual bounty. And I think once again, the same concept works. If people would just draw upon the faith that's there, your spiritual needs would be satisfied. If the spiritual bounty that we have in the Word of God is brought to the Lord to be multiplied, 
it will also, I believe, be invested and used in a way that will strengthen us spiritually. And so if we see this as a way to take the physical bounty and the spiritual bounty that the Lord has left us as an inheritance, then humankind's little, I believe, will be turned into abundance. You see, bring what you have to me means to seek the kingdom first, to seek the Lord first, and all these other things you need will occur. So this scripture is, is about knowing that Jesus will give you what you need just when you need it. No quicker, no later, no more, no less. My grace is sufficient for thee, as the scripture said. And so I pray this day that you will see that you have enough. And I run across this little poem, and I'll just run it, read it real fast as we go to, into our communion uh, part of our service. But it just says enough. And most of the time when you say enough, you're like, enough. I don't have a time. I've had enough, right? But this was enough this way. It was enough happiness to keep you sweet. Enough trials to keep you strong. Enough sorrow to keep you human. Enough hope to keep you happy. Enough failure to keep you humble. Enough success to keep you eager. And enough friends to give you comfort. Enough resources to meet your needs. And enough enthusiasm to make you look forward to each day. And enough determination to make each day better than the one before. Just what you need, just when you need it, enough, enough. Let's pray. Oh Lord, help us this day to understand that you hear us with compassion. Help us to understand that we have just enough just when we need it. Help us to trust that what we think is little will be turned in your, into your abundance. Help us to always bring it to you and listen to your voice and be guided by it. Let us once more come this day to you and be satisfied. We pray in your name. Amen. All right, I'll direct you to the uh, bulletin insert for the Sacrament of Holy Communion. Mind you to follow the directions of the ushers at the proper time. I want to remind you that this table is open to all. You do not have to be a member. Any age uh, is welcome at the table in our church. And um, we'll serve the choir first and then we'll serve you. If you need gluten-free, gluten-free, excuse me, there's there on the under the little cloths on the corners. <laughs> yeah, gluten-free, right. <laughs> Okay. 
Hear now the invitation. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin, and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess we have not loved you with a whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. And we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray prayers of confession and intercession. Let us pray. Hear now the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of His suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which He gave Himself up for us, He took bread. He gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to His disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith.
out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. assisting me will come forward and if the, if the ushers would direct the choir.
eternal God. We give thanks for this holy mystery in which you've given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit. May they be yours this day and each day. Amen. Amen.